Welcome to our broadcast today. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me. And I believe you're in for a great surprise today on this program. You know, we shared with you last week and the week before that uh, messages that I was preaching at our Chariots of Light President and Area Leader Rally right here in Crowley, Texas, our church, Heritage Faith Christian Center. And then today, we're going to take you into another service. It was on the Sunday morning service. And every year, Brother Jesse DePlantis joins me for this special rally. And every Sunday that this rally occurs, Brother Jesse and I tag team preach. We don't know what we're going to talk about. We don't get together and discuss in advance. You say this and I'll say that. In fact, we just wait for the Lord to give us a scripture and then we just take off with it. And it's always exciting to see what each other is going to say. So we're going to take you into that service right now where Brother Jesse and I were tag team preaching and the Lord gave us this verse to talk about. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. We're going to show you that the glory of the Lord has no limits. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Now I start off and then at some point I will tag Jesse and he'll preach for a little while and then he'll tag me and then I'll tag him again and it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. So just brace yourself, sit back and relax and get ready for a powerful message that you're going to enjoy. And I want you to contact me just as soon as you possibly can and let me know how much this message ministered to you. So watch now. I'll be back in just a few moments. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. I love this verse. And um, somebody that's got an amplified handy, uh, get it ready. And I want you to come up and stand next to me so you can be heard. And I'm going to read the amplified version. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. I'll read it again. Now unto him that is able. Everybody shout, my God is able. able. Say it again. My God is able. able. And the Bible says he's able to do. Say my God is able to do. Whatever I need him to do. So right now what I'd like for you to do is, no, you're going to have to read it for me when it's time. Uh, I want you to right now, whatever you're believing him for, whatever you're facing right now, and you truly believe he's able to meet that need, then I want you to say that out loud when I lead you in this. I want you to say, my God is able to do, and then state what he's able to do, what you're believing for him to do. Have you got it? Is that simple enough? All right, everybody ready? Take a deep breath. So you can shout it out. Let the devil know you believe it. Praise God. My God is able to do. What is he able to do? Shout it out. Praise God. He's able to heal. He's able to deliver. 
He's able to set free. He's able to give you the breakthrough that you need. He's able to give you that job you're believing for, that home you're believing for, that automobile you're believing for. Hallelujah. God is able to do it. And he's able to do it exceedingly, abundantly, above what you just asked. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you think it is big, then just remember your God is bigger than that. Hallelujah. Give him a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Come read that, Jerry. Listen to the Amplified Version. It says, now to him, by in consequence of the action of his power, that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Hallelujah. Infinitely above whatever we can ask, whatever we can think, whatever we can dream, whatever we can imagine. Amen. Sounds like to me God is challenging us to think bigger, believe bigger. Amen. Amen. Yes. Expect bigger. Yes. Look at your neighbor and say, expect bigger things. I'm expecting some big things. Look at somebody and tell them again, I'm expecting big things. Hallelujah. So notice once again, he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask, think, dream, imagine. Hallelujah. Pray. Whatever you just spoke that he is able to do, he is able to do it and in a bigger way than what you can imagine, praise God. Never ceases to amaze me how that God always thinks big. Hallelujah. You know, I've had things happen to me over the years and I'd say, Lord, uh, I didn't even ask you for that. He said, yeah, but you thought it. I remember we were in... Uh, uh, Virginia one time, Carol and I flew up to speak in this church in Virginia. And uh, somebody had, uh, well, on the way up there, I had said something. I got to talking about my grandfather and uh, I have his old truck that, that he bought, the only new automobile he'd ever owned in his life. And I had that. And I just mentioned on the way up there I said, uh, the only thing that I don't have that was my grandfather's, I have his 10-gauge shotgun, I have his pickup truck, and those were very special to me when I was a young boy. And I said, but he had a 53 Chevrolet Bel Air, and uh, dad, my dad bought it wrecked and rebuilt it for him, made a nice car out of it, but it wasn't a new car like that truck. But I said, only thing I don't have that my grandfather had that was real special to me as a little boy was his 53 Chevy Bel Air. We get to Virginia and we're in this meeting and afterwards the pastor said, uh, Brother Jerry, uh, we've, we've arranged for you and Carolyn to have uh, dinner with our staff tonight. Would you grace us in coming? Yes, we'd, we'd be happy to. So we're sitting there and they had a long table with all the staff and this guy right across from me said, uh, Brother Jerry, could I ask you something? I said, uh, yes, yeah, sure. He said, uh, I have a 53 Chevrolet Bel Air that I'd like to give you. Would you receive it? 
I looked at my wife, she looked at me, and she turned to the pastor and said, my husband just thinks it and God does it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. That's wonderful, isn't it? Yes, it is. That God knows your thoughts. And he's, he just, he, he's just working on opportunities to make it happen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I always like to say, as big as I can dream it, he makes it bigger than that. Yeah. If I can think it, he makes it happen in a bigger way than I could think. Hallelujah. Yeah. He is so lovely. He is so faithful. He is so good. Yeah. I think I want to give you another shout of praise. Yeah. Amen. I want to challenge you this morning. And once again, I don't know where Jesse's going with this. But I just want to challenge you this morning. Dare to think bigger. Anybody in here from Texas? Anybody in here born in the South? That's a little weak. We got any Southerners in here? I don't know where they say this up in New York where Dennis is from, but growing up in the South, South Brooklyn. Yeah, okay, that'll work. Praise God. He's a Southern boy after all. Hallelujah. We count that. But where I grew up, I was born in Mississippi and grew up in Louisiana and then got hit to Texas just as fast as I could. Uh, somebody made me a buckle right after I got here. It says, uh, uh, American by birth, Texan by the grace of God. <laughs> and uh, when I was a kid, uh, we was always daring one another to do something. But the phrase that you could not turn down was when they double dog dare you. Anybody ever had somebody say, I double dog dare you? Now, I don't know where that come from. I don't even know what a double dog looks like, but, but when, when I got a double dog dare, you were not worth your salt if you didn't do what you just got double dared to do. Amen. I was going to college in, in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and uh, Carolyn and I had started dating, and, and uh, she and one of her classmates, which was my, one of my best friend's girlfriends, they two came to visit us, and uh, we took them out to the river. And uh, during the week, he and I would, were lifeguards there. And so uh, we're, we're laying on the beach there, you know, and just having a good time, and somebody... Uh, come over and said, Savelle, it's your turn. And Carolyn said, what? What's, what? what's your turn? I said, you see that bridge up there? Yeah. I said, I got to jump off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> I've been dared. Well, you don't have to do it. I said, yes, I do. <laughs> and the, the game that we played, and of course, the grace of God kept us alive, you know. <laughs> what we would do was one would jump off and then one would have to add something to it. So if someone, you know, did a, a, a flip off of it, then the next guy had to do a one and a half. Amen. And then that wasn't fun anymore, so we climbed on top of the railing to get up higher. And we're standing up there on a square about this big and looking down at that river. And we don't know if there's logs under there. We don't know. In fact, one time at another lake, I was diving off the bridge and the uh, shore patrol come up and said, son, how much do you weigh? 
And I was little back then. I'm not the hunk of man now. I am now that I was then. And I said, I weigh about 95 pounds. I just graduated from high school, you know. I weigh about 95 pounds. He said, well, son, uh, you have any idea what's under there? I said, no. He said, there's a 95-pound catfish under there. He'll swallow you whole. And somebody said, I double dog dare you. Well, me and the catfish are going to have a tussle, as Jesse says, because I'm going to jump off that bridge because it's a double dog dare. I waited until the shore patrol left, but I jumped off, and I never saw that catfish, thank God. But it, back to the, the story with Carolyn, and I had to climb on top of that bridge and dive off of it, and then I come back, and I laid down uh, on the beach with, with our friends and Carolyn, and... and uh, I successfully fulfilled my double dog dare. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, what I hear God saying is this. Of course, he's from southern heaven. <laughs> he, his throne's on the south side of heaven. Okay. <laughs> and I hear God saying, I double dog dare you to think big. I double dog dare you to believe big. I double dog dare you to go for the stars. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Don't limit me. Yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, don't limit God. Don't he's a big God. Yeah. Say it. He's a big God yeah. and he's able, and he's able to, do to do whatever you need him to do. Yeah. And whatever you need him to do, yeah. he, he can do it bigger than that. Yeah. And give him a shout. Come on, Jesse. <laughs> You cannot do anything until you know what God is able to do. Now, when you know what God is able to do, then you're going to find out what you're able to do. So you got to give God a job. What is he able to do? You need to all go home and make you a list. I mean, and get you some big paper and start writing down unbelievable, impossible, yet doable things. Once you find out what God is able to do, get ready. Then you can do how many things? How many things? I double dog dare you to believe that. How many think I can do all things through Christ? Don't tell me I can't do what God said I can do. See, the church will keep you down, but God will make you fly to the stars. You understand what I'm saying? He'll do things beyond your wildest dreams if you're willing to have the guts, gall, and audacity to believe that God is able to do all things. And God said God is able to make all grace abound towards you. How much grace? All grace in every area, spiritually, physically, and financially. What are you believing for financially? If you don't have a figure in your mind, you don't know what you're believing for. You know what I'm believing for? Six billion, three hundred and sixty-four million. Because God is able. Oh, let me, get, let me get black with it. I said, the Lord. Ha, I said, he's able. Oh, let me get my lean on. Come on, Jesus. Hey. When you understand that this is so unlimited, don't do what Israel did. They limited the Holy One of Israel. Why would you limit a God that's unlimited? The other day, I'm not sitting there, I get these time boards. About two years ago, I flew to Hawaii, me and Kathy, you know, and, and when I go to Hawaii, they say, what do you do? I close the curtains in my room and watch T Turner classic movies. 
She said, don't you want to go out? I said, no. I, I, I said, I just want to watch Turner Classic, but I like them old movies. So anyway, she was out there, and, you know, she's getting burned up. And, you know, and at night, they all walking around like this. Not me, son. I'm walking like this. Praise God. I ain't burning myself up <laughs> by no means. And I'm just enjoying myself. So the next morning, she said, I'm going to the Alamoana Mall. She said, you want to go? I said, no. I said, there's some Oscar movies coming on. I, I, I want to watch them. She said, okay. Now, she was walking out. Something hit me. I went, hey, Kathy, try to break me. I said, buy anything you want. I don't care what you see. Get it. You cannot break me because my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all I can possibly ask or think. When are you going to start asking? When are you going to let the church stop telling you not to ask no more? When are you going to start asking spiritual? When are you going to start asking physical? When are you going to start asking financial? Every area of your life. That's greed. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's not greed. It's the word of the living God. It's giving him glory. Now only him was able to do. So now when you find out what he's able to do, then you're going to find out what you're able to do. So don't tell me I can't do that because I can do all things through Christ. Now, I'm believing God for the most unbelievable stuff, but bless God, I'm getting it. Kathy went to Alamoana Mall for 12 hours. <laughs> she said, meet me at Bubba Gump's. I said, okay. Nine o'clock, I got there. Now, I'm thinking, my God, she bought them all <laughs> and everything in it. And I said, try to break me, honey. You just cannot do that. That's shocking you, isn't it? Why? Because you just don't know what I got. <laughs> you have no idea what I'm worth. Let me help you. I don't know how much I'm worth because it's beyond what I can possibly ask or think because what he thinks I am, I am. And I won't let nobody tell me anything. I will make no excuses for the blessings of God in my life, whether they be spiritual, physical, or financial. Uh, you know, when they were fighting me about them jets, my they said he has four jets. Well, I've never owned four jets at one time, but they gave me an idea. I thought, well... Praise the Lord. Why not? Delta's got more than four. Americans got more. Than, don't shout me down when I'm preaching. I can feel, I can feel that pushback. <laughs> See, you don't understand that. Look at that verse. Don't look at me. Look at that verse. Now, when the hymn was able to do exceedingly abundant of all that we can ask or think, when are you going to start thinking? When are you going to start thinking the unbelievable? Because once you start doing it, then you find out what you can do. How many of you want to be debt free? How many of you want to go from owing to owning? Amen. I mean, double O, O to own, O to own. I just preached a message on that. When you own that, I own nothing. They said, you can't do that. I said, I'll be totally debt-free by the time I'm 33 years old. And I said that when I was 17, and I was. I have no concept of debt whatsoever at all. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? Wow, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed in going in, blessed going out. Why? Because God is able. Then I find out how able I am. And I see people think that's cockiness. They think that's arrogance. No, that's God's word. How many of you want to know what God looks like? Hold your hand up. Come on. Look. I'm made in his image and in his likeness. I have his ability. I'm a created being. His name is in me, not on me. Like I said, like in me. Do you understand it? Angels recognize who I am. Devils recognize who I am. He said, Paul, I know, Jesus, I know, but who are you? You understand? When you know what you're able to do, and the only way you're going to know that is when you know what God is able to do, all things begin to take place. You ask my granddaughter, she said, my grandfather can do anything. She's right. Because anytime they got a problem, have no fear, Jesse's here. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, 
And it didn't make any difference. Not long ago, I was just driving, and I, I drove back. I, I, I didn't want to say that, but I'm going to just say, I drove past a man's home. I don't, I, and the Lord said, go pay that house off. I said, praise God. I went around the corner, and I knocked on the door. And I went, hello. And they said, hello. And I said, listen, I don't want, I, 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 I come to pay your house off. They said, what? They said, we, we just, we just been in here a while. I said, I don't care. She said, but this is a big house. I said, oh. I, said I don't care. She said, I said, well, how much you owe? She said, well, we owe about a million dollars. I said, not no more. <laughs> it wasn't two days later. It was paid for. Why? If I, see, I, I always remember one day I'm going to be able to do these things. But I couldn't do these things until I realized what God was able to do. Now, I'm not bragging on that. Don't misunderstand me. I've given it with millions and millions of dollars. I, I don't mean that pridefully. But I thought, I am going to do the unbelievable. Right now, I'm praying for $200 million for philanthropy. Just to give it away. Just to just enjoy myself. And I got pastor said, give something to me. <laughs> well, I'm not your source, but God is your source. God, I just paid off another house the other day, too, at the church. And Roy was there. It was so much fun. They said, how much money has God? I said, I don't know. I, what I do know is beyond. Well, I know what I can do in the natural, but boy, when I start dealing in the spirit. Ooh, Jesus. So when Jer Jared told me, he said, I'm, I think I'm going to preach out of, uh, uh, you know, Ephesians 3.20. And I thought, yeah, well, he, if he's able, then if he is able, I am able. Yeah. I've had many opportunities to fail. I just don't take it. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And this is beyond. You might want one of these kind. It don't make no difference. You, you can own the company if you want to. Somebody got to own the company. Yeah. How come it's always got to be somebody else? Yeah. Why can't it be you? Because you don't know what God is able to do. And when you don't know what God is able to do, you don't know what you're able to do. Do you see that? So when we go on vacation, I'm with Jody and Jay and Meredith and Kathy. They, 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 bring, me for, they bring me along just for one thing, to pay for everything. That's my job. That's what I do. You know, they say, Dad, we're going to do that. Y'all want to go shopping? Yeah, go. let's go. And even Meredith says, hey, can I bring a friend? Sure, bring a friend. And my God, she's done got this thing done. She's 11 years old. She said, I don't want no children menu. No, I want the real menu. And her little friend Emily, they go too. And my God, and Emily says, I don't want, I want big shrimp. Meredith says, I would like to have for my appetizer some calamari. She's 11 years old. And then I'll have a crab cake. I say, anything else? She said, then I'll take a cheeseburger. <laughs> And I told that waitress, go do what, the, what my granddaughter has told you to do. Because she's know I'm able to do that. Are yeah. oh, you hearing what I'm saying? Don't mean that in, a bad, in an arrogant sense. That scripture means something. But until you know what is God is able to do, you will not know what you're able to do. You say, can, can, can I get my whole family to say, yeah. Yeah, but you, don't, you have no idea how bad my family is. You don't know how good my God is. I was telling them the other day, I'm the only man in 42 years in New Orleans Armstrong International Airport that has wholesale jet fuel. No one has ever been able to get Shell Oil Company has been trying for 40 years. That's a multi-billion dollar company. But I'm the only one. I have wholesale fuel. And I, in 1995 is when I, bought, I actually bought my first plane, November of 1994. And I've had that plane, and Keith Moore got that plane, and then uh, Happy Caldwell got that plane, now Dean Sykes has got that plane. 
Okay, now watch this. To make a long story short, I, I was, I wanted, we were all talking. And I was telling, the, I think it was yesterday we were talking about that. And, and we all talking. I said, boy, I'd like to have my own fuel. And they looked at me and said, that's never going to happen. And I said, well, I'm going to pray and ask my God. And that man said, your God ain't that good. <laughs> and I felt this. I said, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You're going to start some cussing in a minute here. <laughs> And brother, when I got that fuel form, I mean, I mean, I mean that, that fuel, they, kept, they were blank, they blank, blank cut. How can this preacher do this? It wasn't, I realized what God was able to do. Now they're afraid of me. They say, oh God, he's going to open up an FBO. If he opens up an FBO, he's going to put out of business. FBO is a gas station on, on an airport. You know, you fill up jets with fuel. They said, you know why? Because he's debt free. He can, he can sell gas for two cents a gallon. He don't care. <laughs> See, what God has told them and moved upon them, I'm kind of like an Isaac. See, the Philistines envied Isaac. They, they think I am so filthy rich, and I'm believing with them. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got the two senators from the state of Louisiana. They think, this guy's got more than you can shake it. Even the governor wants to look at my house. That's amazing. Why? Because God is able. Don't tell me I can't do that. Everybody says that. See, I found out what God was able to do, and I found out what I'm able to do. What if something you are doing or not doing is limiting God's power in your life? You can break free from the unseen limits holding you back and begin to experience the life you are created to live. In today's special Unlimited God Package, you'll receive Jerry's revealing three-part CD series, Making Room for His Glory, and Jerry's inspiring book, No Boundaries. In this special offer, you'll discover the vital steps you must take for God's glory to manifest and how you can rise above every adversity. Your faith will increase as Jerry teaches you how the undeniable presence of God will empower you to live victoriously. Don't wait. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Unlimited God special package. You have been created to live life more abundantly. Now is the time to dream bigger, go further, and receive more of God's blessings than ever before. I want to encourage you to join me again next week for part two when Jesse and I continue this tag team preaching and talking to you about the glory of the Lord has no limits. Also, once again, our special resource package, three CDs, Making Room for His Glory. Making Room for the Glory of God. You know, God wants to manifest His glory in a powerful way in your life, but it's not going to happen automatically. There are certain prerequisites, certain things that you and I are required to do. And I like to say, number one is hunger for it. Are you hungry for the glory of God? I'm a hungry man. I hope you're a hungry soul. And God says, or Jesus said in His Word, that those who hunger and thirst, they shall be filled. So get hungry for more and more manifestations of the presence, the power, and the goodness of God. And then right along with it, my book on no boundaries, taking the limits off God. You know, in Psalm 78, it says that his own people limited him. Listen to what Psalm 78 verse uh, 42 says. They remembered not his hand nor the day when he delivered them from their enemy. Verse 41 says, Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. 
I don't want to be one of those that limit God. I don't want to be one of those who misses out on what God has planned for me. So make your plans right now to place your order for these resources. You can look on the screen for the mailing address and how to order it, or you can go to our website, jerrysavelle.org. Now, once again, we're going to continue this message next week. Tell somebody about it. Say, Jerry and Jesse will be tag team preaching, and you need to watch the Jerry Savelle broadcast. Once again, thank you, partners, for helping make all this possible. We love you, we pray for you, and we believe in Jesus' name, the best days of your life are not behind you, they're just ahead of you. I'll see you again next week.